0: Take it, eat it, pick 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 it, pick, pick it, pick it, pick, pick, pick
1: (laughs) Take it, eat it, pick 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 it, pick, pick it, pick it, pick, pick, pick basement 27 studios in Orlando Florida this is Dr. Fox and it's time for the show yeah can you feel it oh man TFTS relay 05182020 man what a day you know what I'm saying yeah yeah thank you thank you appreciate that you guys are always on my side. Well, let's see what's going on here. Might as well go ahead and just jump into Cube News. As you know, uh, things go on, and on the website there's stuff, and you can find all kinds of stuff. Uh, but uh, new new stuff, new stuff coming. Uh, the phone holders are in, new stickers are coming. We still have the green Don't Think stickers, and we have some very special Don't Think stickers coming up. Uh, They were ordered just yesterday, actually. So I'm hoping to have them within the next uh, three to four weeks. And, and looking at stuff like that. Also new is the uh, Hypercube Zazzle merch bot. If you want pre-approved computer-generated print-on-demand goodies, well, boy, howdy. You got it. Just go to hypercubego.com and check out the Zazzle store. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a giveaway on the Zazzle store, and uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll give a couple of people a chance to uh, to win something from the Zazzle store. Maybe tonight. I don't know if I'm feeling bad. If I feel nice, feel nice. I'm not a nice guy. All right. What about these guys? Okay. That's nice enough. I'll take that. Uh, so yeah, check out hypercubego.com. There's also the new portal. Uh, For uh, anybody that's even remotely interested That's why you're listening to this show And uh, for everybody else Yeah, yeah, you don't care So head on over to uh, the uh, Hypercube portal You can get there at hypercubego.com Click the members area And uh, the Journeyman Resource Center wiki Has now been constructed Where you can vandalize all my attempts At doing anything productive Uh, Moving on Uh, We have Stuff we did stuff. We already got stuff. Uh, uh, next round of mail should be going out. We'll do the mail. Dr. Fox is behind on the mail. Big surprise. And uh, Peas is not on the show tonight. And uh, that's it for Cube News. That's it. Everything's out of the way. I have the rest of the show to do whatever I want. I'm thinking about playing that penis music remix of Time for the show throughout the entire show. And I won't even talk. I'll just sit here and I'll loop that crap for the next two hours. And you know, go ahead, go ahead. Find something else. I dare you. You won't. You'll come back. Is he still playing? It? Yeah, it's still going. And I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll prove it. I'm on cam. I will take cam donations. Uh, if you want to hit up uh, my, my e-girl profile. I will totally play Overwatch in my underwear with you for five hundred dollars. Uh, for a thousand dollars, I'll put my clothes back on. Oh, yes, body shaming myself. Death, self-deprecating humor is out, everybody. It's not funny anymore. Hey, you know who else wants to drag their face across the pavement? Me. <laughs> good for you. That's all you're ever going to accomplish is just looking, trying to look worse than the person next to you. You know that guy. That guy. He's always there. Sitting there by himself. In a group. Came with other people. Ends up sitting by himself. You're like, hey man. What's going on? And he's like, nothing. Like, yeah, I just, uh, Went out mountain biking yesterday. I had a good time mountain biking. You ever go mountain biking? Last time I got on a mountain bike it was when a bunch of guys dressed me up in spandex leotards and pushed me down the street on a tricycle into the back of a dump truck. That's it. That's that's every conversation with that guy for the rest of the night. So don't, just stop. You know, nobody's going to be interested that things are going more difficult for you. It's that that guy just always making a scene or trying to make it look like he's not making a scene as the world. Crumbles around him now. It's not his fault. You know the world is crumbling around him. There are individuals out there that just kind of attract that uh, attention that energy and uh, those negative forces uh, Constantly uh, Repel any effort given by that individual to try and get past uh, The the hardships in their lives, you know, it's kind of like you you have a good streak and then you just keep on having a good streak and things are going really good or at least okay for a pretty long amount of time in a non-relative sense. And then, boom, something bad happens. And then, just when you're starting to get over something bad happening, something else happens. So now you got that on your You're like, man, I was just getting over that. A wheat thresher ran over my dog last week. I had to go to the grocery store and buy 50 loaves of bread just so I could get enough pieces to give them a somewhat decent burial. And now the whole area is all brown and muddy in my yard. You're just getting over that. And then all of a sudden, like a Winnebago slams into your grandmother. And you're like now I have to hose off my driveway. And you just got... It It seems, it seems that it has been a longer amount of time since you had a period of time where things were going well. And that things have now been going bad for a longer amount of time than you can even relate to the last time you had a good time. And so, getting through that second process, it's a time disillusionment, it's, it's, a, it's a distortion, a warp, if you will. And you're, you're getting over that really crap, so you just scraped, you know, grandma's dentures out of the garage door and gotten most of her walker out of the overhead automatic garage door opener. And you're sweeping up. (laughs) And then you turn around and you realize that you had left all of your records just in enough sunlight that now they've all sloped at the bottom. And now it's just, now it's just now, and now you've done something. You've made it worse. You've made it worse. Things were already going bad and now you screwed up. You left your records just a little too close to the window, and now all your 45s are are 43 and three quarters. That'll learn you. And so you. So now compare, not even compare. I uh, added on to how. Bad things were before, and how long it took you to get over that, and then adding on the frustration and humiliation of your own stupid bullshit. You can't even begin to fathom how long it's going to be until things start feeling good again. And then you, you add on to that and you you feel like everything is harder and it's, you're moving slower. Everything is much more difficult now. Because on top of all of the paternity tests that can be conducted on your homestead from these gruesome murders over the past few weeks, you're your Pink Floyd The Wall album will always have that little wobble in it when it comes around over the first song. And you'll have a constant reminder of that. You'll have things to remind you of how bad you screwed up. And they'll, it'll be there. And any time that you attempt to recall a good time that you may relate to that record it's going to keep coming around, it's going to go I live on the line and it's going to do that every time you play that you're never going to hear that song, you're going to have to buy it on CD and that's where we're going tonight because it's a, it's a conspiracy by the plastics corporations big plastic we all we all know them how we how we allow them into our lives how we embrace it as an integral part so you can get that satisfying click of your mechanical keyboard sorry I was choking there I'm gonna have to take a drink what have you guys been doing I actually hid away from the Minecraft server this weekend. I got on for a little bit. But, uh, I've been looking in the Discord that you can get to at timefortheshow.com. Click the Discord button. And they've been, they've been tearing it up. They've been tearing it up. I was talking about giving away a copy of Minecraft. So what did I, what did I do today? I spent the day working on the prize wheel. Yeah! Yeah, I got the video prize wheel. What do you think of that? Didn't expect that. Totally out of left field for time for the show. What's that? Some goofy doodad designed to generate interest and and give away fabulous prizes. I'm really tempted. I'm I'm tempted, you know. Call somebody up on the phone. Guess what? You get to spin the wheel even looking for a way so that if you were in the discord you could see it you could see the wheel spinning but you would be able to see it on the live stream at timefortheshowcom for slash live stream i feel like I, I need to uh do more of the minecraft live streams because if i'm going to be in minecraft i might as well be broadcasting it but i do like playing minecraft with my friends And there is that kind of aura of privacy that you have around it. So you end up having to turn Minecraft into work. Okay, I have to go in, and I have to do something. I have to go in and have a plan to play this video game. Provide snappy, witty commentary. For hours. And you can't, you can't just stop and drone out. You have to continue to be good at video games, which I am not. And you have to do it for a, a specific length of time. And as you do it, you have to maintain your chat and you have to talk to people and you have to build relationships. And you're like, hey, yeah, I'm over here. Tell me what you think. They just kinda of sit there, they just, you know they're sitting at home, probably looking at you and you know, watching you on their phone as they're taking a dump. You see that on the radio? I don't know. That's all I know is, is that this show and me, specifically me, I'm learning how to design a product that is easy for you to digest while you are on the toilet because that is where most Americans are going to spend their pleasure time. Pleasure and leisure time. I can't compete with your computer. Are you listening to me on a computer? Are you? What else are you doing right now? Are you playing a video game? I know you are. I see you playing that video game while you're listening to Time For The Show. You're not listening to Time For The Show. This is some sort of crazy background chatter. As you, float around in crazy block town clicking on space orbs and and killing virtual minorities that's not in minecraft that's in the san andreas thing but i'm pretty sure we can get a mod for it on the minecraft server and i'm not advocating the killing of virtual minorities that is you are you are free to do that on your own without without my encouragement or support my support is what you should want. You should you should want my support, my drive, my ambition, all of this boundless energy that I somehow scrape up. You know what I did tonight? After I after I stayed up for the past two days learning how to install a wiki and configure it so it'll show my logo, I watched the new Scooby-Doo movie. Cartoon movie about a cartoon dog that talks, and it was a 90-minute full-length, I guess, major motion picture considered for fantastic awards, and and will be considered a heyday as the beginning of the new animated on a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. Squiddly Diddly is gonna fight the Hulk. There's gonna be passionate lovemaking scenes between Mr. Peebles and Magilla Gorilla.
0: Nobody wants the M- Magilla Gorilla. Mr. Peebles!
1: Please, no, it's an abuse story. Mr. Peebles is abusing Magilla Gorilla. He tells the little girl in the store, please take me home! I can't stand it anymore! I'm going bananas! You know, crap like that. Mr. Peebles comes for him in the night. I miss you, Magilla! How oh, many other Hanna-Barbera cartoons can I bastardize in between the next song break? They're gonna do, uh, you know, we got Justice League Dark. We got those dark, heavy, bloody, animated, like Batman movies. You know about them because you're a nerd. Jabberjaw, the same way. You know, it'll be nice because we won't have to have like all the extreme branding from like the 90s when everything was tearing up. But yeah, Jabberjaw will just be like I don't know how how you would bring it in. It's just because if you were gonna make it extreme, you'd have to put like you know a shark brain in a shark body, and then but it, you end up having to give it like the brain of like Curly from the Three Stooges. I don't know. It seems like you'd have to be like some cloning experiment gone awry. Otherwise, it's just completely normal that there's a talking shark. Do you ever notice that? that everybody when when whenever the band would play in any Hanna-Barbera cartoon there's an animal there and it at sometimes the animal plays an instrument jabberjaw played the drums squidly diddly played the six-string bass he has six arms and six arms to stand on that they referred to as legs when they weren't all legs. Right? I'm sure he, if he didn't play the bass, he's fit too. The six-string bass. Everybody played an instrument. The cat from Josie and the Pussycat, Sebastian, you know, played the tambourine. Everybody had a band. Everyone went to space and everyone had a band things just it didn't make, it made sense when Captain Caveman went to space in Yogi's space races you remember that Ungabunga when Captain Caveman went to space with Yogi Bear and it was Yogi Bear's space cases and they solved mysteries in space and there was that one bear who was obviously Bobcat Goldthwaite Bobcat, Goldthwaite, and Yogi Bear in space chasing down Dick Dastardly. Dick Dastardly. Take two. Dick Dastardly. He was in the movie. It really was a movie. They made a movie about it. About Scooby-Doo. They've made like 37 Scooby-Doo movies. There was a television series called Scooby-Doo Movies. It was called the New Scooby-Doo Movies. And for years I searched for the old ones. Where are the originals? And it was printed on the screen, new! And they could brand it. Coming up next, the New Scooby-Doo Movies. All right, well I can't miss this one. I know I can't have mi- seen this one. They said it was new. It was Abbott and Costello again. My favorite Scooby-Doo movies is the one where uh, John Waters shows up, and they have to they have to push that that ghost through that big wall of what looks like marshmallow fluff. It was weird. It was experimental time for animation. I applaud them. Right, right. Yeah, good job. Huckleberry Hound. Who would voice Huckleberry Hound in the Huckleberry Hound CGI reboot? Probably uh, Morgan Freeman. I would imagine that. That or Samuel L. Jackson. I've always loved him. He get he, he gets the job because of his name. That was good planning on the part of his parents. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. It's like Samuel LL Cool J, which stands for Jackson. So, Rodney Downey Fisher Kingston Trio, Downey Jr. Samuel LL Cool J for Jinko Jackson. You ever look down and you have a bunch of bristles stuck to the bottom of your chinkos? You walk through the tall grass and now you got thistles on your chinkos. It's <sighs> disgusting. You're listening to Time for the Show. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. You're listening to Time for the Show. Broadcast Live on Freethinkradio.com oh man oh no we don't want to hear that again gotta turn off that autoplay old Dr. Fox you old big silly goose old Dr. Fox that's how I, I I have been referred to I can take the crazy part crazy old Dr. Fox but old Dr. Fox is referred to as some sort of I'm sure it wasn't caller 23's specific wording it was just algorithmically generated that Dr. Fox is old. But it's not. It's, it's like O-L apostrophe. I don't know. I wish I could listen to the segment again of Caller 23's show to hear what his, his show said about me. But, you know, it's it's you can't do that. You got to listen to it. You got to listen to the show. But I think he said, like, if you want to... You can listen to Freethink Radio, and uh, all of the Getting to Show You segments are on there. So if I if I leave Freethink Radio on all the time, eventually, I might catch the chance that I can hear what he said about me. But yeah, listen to uh, WTF Did I Just Show on Sundays at 10 and at 1 a.m. There's no podcast. Woo! Gonna buy a big piece of swamp land, and I'm gonna charge tickets to see the gas. That's what I'm gonna do. I've been reading up on the Skinwalker Ranch doodads. Man, I had stuff on these guys from last week. So if you haven't seen it, which you probably haven't because you're a discerning individual with good taste, and self-respect you haven't seen Secret Secrets? Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch a television docudrama series mini theatrical event featuring raw footage of a scientific expedition into the desert but it's a specific desert so here's if, if you're if you haven't seen the show which again you're not really missing anything I don't know you might not be because you do kind of If if you're the kind of guy that likes watching people get hurt on YouTube this might be the show for you but you can you can just smell this show and it and the way that it's engineered the, the, the if you've ever seen the British version of kitchen nightmares versus versus the uh, the the Fox version of kitchen nightmares where the editing's different and the, the there's the sting the music and the hard cuts so the guys that do ancient aliens have gone out into the desert and there is a uh, patch of farmland pasture land in I think I think it's Utah I think it's Utah I'd have to look because I'm not terribly versed in it I, I don't have everything out just got these bits and pieces on it Um uh, and throughout the years, there were rumors of spooky things going on. But uh, back in... Let me see here. Where, where was that coming into it? So I've, I've, got, I've got my links set up. Uh, there is a real estate mogul named Robert Bigelow. You all know him as the owner of Budget Suites of America. Yeah, yeah, every time, every time, yeah, think about it, that's where your money went. And he is the founder of Bigelow Aerospace. Um, these guys are, uh, it's another, it's another billionaire's getting into space game. <laughs> he's a, And he's a real estate guy. Real down to earth, as you can tell. Ha! <laughs> uh he's got that they they were the ones that were pushing uh, back in 2006 and 2007 the ideas of these inflatable modules for space stations and uh inflatable in the sense that you know that that they'd unpack because of the vacuum of space something that would be essentially the size of a humvee hummer uh would then unfold into a module that could then be connected And, uh, you know, it's like some Kevlar, you know, micro-asteroid space bullets uh, module. Because obviously the guy that runs Budget Suites of America is wanting to put Budget Suites of space. Obviously. That's the entire investment. So he can get people to pay him millions of dollars to uh, suffocate in a marshmallow in the Earth's atmosphere. Just above. Just above. Uh, the last, the last thing they pushed out was in like 2010, and uh, but this is the guy that purchased the ranch, so Robert Bigelow purchased Skinwalker Ranch, and he bought it from a farmer family, the Shermans, and they were like, hey man, there's some spooky stuff out here, and they said, we've been seeing things. And things have come after us. There's creatures. And I have to say, if I had been the person to earn so much money that I didn't know what to do with, that I was going to try and build marshmallows in space, if somebody told me, you got a spooky ranch, I'll buy it, anything. Do you have any idea how bored billionaires are? Hey, you want to go out to my yacht party this weekend? I guess. i billionaires. So yeah, why not, why not buy the spooky property? And while he owned it, he ran experiments on it. He brought in scientists to investigate it because there's UFOs and there's uh, weird radio transmissions and stuff coming up. And he spends a lot of money on it. And then, he sells it. And he sells it to another guy, another real estate guy. And, uh, and he's from Utah. And when he heard about this amazing real estate venture, he got it. So, right now they're producing a documentary Featuring uh, a scientist, uh, a, a JPL-vetted scientist, I believe. Be- yeah. Uh, he does Ancient Aliens. Y- yeah. And uh, other shows like that. He wrote a book uh, on uh, uh, like what to do or what to expect when aliens attack. And I believe parts of that were transcribed in like a history channel docu-feature. Because it's information, it's educational. let lets you know. Uh, but I haven't seen that part yet, I've been looking for it. Paywalls. Got to get through everything. You can't turn off your ad blocker. Um, so, it's been five or six episodes of this. And, uh... So, as they've been going on at that, I l- kept looking into the other things. Recently, uh, I think it was back in December, and we talked about this last week, the Pentagon had released videos of UFOs. They they had said these... Uh, we got confirmation that the Pentagon has identified something, or it hasn't. I guess it, because it hasn't identified anything. Uh, yeah, we don't know what these are. And that's thanks to the, the guy from Blink-182. The Blink-182 doxed, Blink-182 doxed the Pentagon with videos of UFOs, okay? The Pentagon said, okay, you got us. Those are real, those are real videos of things doing weird things and we don't know what they are. That's where we stand on that. You got us, Blink-182 and uh, those videos uh brought up so i i don't know where the connection was i'd have to look again but there were similar videos that had been found and descriptions towards them that had been going towards uh the a-a-t-i-p no a-a-a-a-w-s-a what's the first one advanced aerospace threat identification program initiated by then Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid as the Advanced Aerospace Weapon Systems Application Program. I'll swap. I can get that one down. i swap. Okay. To study unexplained aerial phenomena at the urging of Reid's friend, Nevada billionaire and governmental contractor, Robert Bigelow and with support from the late Senators Ted Stevens tubes, tubes, tubes and Daniel Ainuai of Hawaii E.E. The program began in the D.I.A. in 2007 and after five years with a budget of $22 million spread out over five years. So, uh, uh, I'm not gonna even bother doing the math on it. $22 million spread over five years at the insistence of Robert Bigelow. This guy has said he's seen things, but you know, he doesn't really share a lot of the things that he's saying that he's seen. Uh, I don't know if he said he saw a UFO, but there were stories that I was reading earlier today and uh, they're great, they're great. And it's supposedly, uh, it was a firefight between uh, Bigelow security forces and alien, and we'll use that with uh, air quotes, or no, we'll put an asterisk on it so we can put, make sure that, you know, you denote that it's not necessarily, it's, it's, you know, know, space alien. It's an interdimensional demon maybe, so alien, for it is foreign to us, in our lands, our homelands, um, they have shot each other, and so there's stories, <laughs> and that's on, uh, I believe the guy who runs a blog on Skinwalker Ranch, because he lives around the corner and he runs a blog, and I think he's in a documentary that you can get on Prime. Don't buy it. I'll watch it for you. I need a palate cleanser after Scoob. Um, we've, we've got, we have government funds being invested into UFO research at the behest of the budget hotel guy You know, the quickie, the quickie sweets, you know? I'm gonna go throw down $75 and pray to God they sprayed it before I hit it, you know? That guy who shot things into space, he has, he got stuff up there! He got it up there! There's stuff in space that he wanted to put up there, okay? And he's saying I've seen weird crap, and the government's like, "Okay, well we're gonna put we're gonna put a guy on it," and they gave him twenty-two million dollars. Is I mean, let's, let's be honest, that's nothing. That's administrative costs for the Xerox guy, and you know how UFO fanatics need Xerox machines. a day for the upkeep on the microfilm. Come on! It's an art. It's pure. Stop it. Take it from Sesame Street if you need to. We need this. So the Quickie Sweets guy tells the government to look into UFOs and the government says, okay. And even when the program was being dumped, after five years, let me think about this, hold on, 2007, okay, so that's, that would be, that'd be the Bush administration, so the guy that killed the space shuttle put money into UFOs, ah, ah, you know, you know, you know, you know, you see it, shut up, so we've got that, and Obama kills it. <laughs> 2012's coming up. We need, we need money for poor people. We need. Wait, we, we need. Can I do my Obama impression? I can't. I can you do an impression in blackface? We need. I don't. I don't know how to do an Obama voice. I want to do like Mr. Spacely. My Mr. Spacely voice will always be my Obama voice. But I don't want to do Mr. Spacely because my throat hurts. They put money into UFOs, and they pull it out. Obama said, no, we don't need it anymore. We have to feed
0: poor people.
1: (laughs) And Harry Reid was still like, no, we need to put it in. And Harry Reid, he's a Democrat, you know? He's into government funding. And he got it from Ted Stevens. The internet, it's not a big truck. (laughs) He said, put money into UFOs. That guy! And for a little while, he owned a ranch. And there's rumors of his armed security forces and science personnel having a total half-life. They totally cosplayed half-life. In fact, this might be what it is. Half-life is actually the docks on Skinwalker Ranch. Black Mesa is Skinwalker Ranch. And that's okay, because that means the Florida will be here soon, and we'll all get to sing songs of the free man. been out for 20 years if you haven't played it that's your damn fault okay so now the new guys have the ranch this guy Salt Lake City baby Trump and he's in the show and he's he's like this like uh, Falcon 7 mofo during the whole time and they video call him on the big screen and they're like, hey Brandon, Brandon, we were calling to check in with you. He comes in, it's good that you called to check in with me. I was expecting a call from you. I, I would be expecting a call too if I had a camera crew on my spooky ranch where I had armed guards. I didn't be expecting not even of anything important. Yeah? Okay. Did you, did you get them some water? Offer them water. Show them the couch. Be nice. Find the sound guy and pound him on the back. He's got a long day ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? Well two? That's <coughs> the <new> sound guy? <laughs> but it's, it's like... They're trying not to act. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) They're acting poorly, but they're trying to make it realistic and believable. Because what they're doing is completely unrealistic and unbelievable. That they're gonna go on a live UFO hunt on the spooky ranch. And the first episode gets in there, they have the scientist um redneck rockets is like his deal. Do I did I put his name down on here? Hold on. I didn't. He's not worth it. Uh he comes on, they're like, Hey, you're a scientist, we want you to do things. And he's like, well, okay. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. And he's like, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I don't know what to expect when we get out there. Which is a good idea. If you just say that, no matter what you find, the most minute thing will be incredible. And he he gets to <laughs> He gets to the ranch, and he's meted by Dragon. I'm not kidding you. Dragon is uh is a uh, he's a furry with a shotgun. This <laughs> and this this closet fascist uh, is the head of security on uh, on Skinwalker Ranch, and they're greeting it. They fly his ass in on their private helicopter, on like the Europa 9000. This the big swinging dick in the sky, right? They fly him on. They say, we're going to have to go around the ridge because spooky shit happens when you fly over the ridge. It was okay. And they pray. They pray to God and Jesus above. Protect us as we land. This $250,000 black swinging dick in the sky down at Skinwalker Ranch. And they greet him with shotguns, and they're like, "Welcome! It's good to have you here." And they're and there is like this weird kind of air because it's <laughs> it's like the Upright Citizens Brigade gave like one day training to <laughs> a security force, like guys legally allowed to just. I mean, I don't even know what the legality of it is in Utah. Can you just can you open carry? because that could be any town in Utah, really. Just guys walking around with shotguns, just cock Don't have any coffee, though. That'd be for you. Mormons are supposed to be well-stocked, right? They're supposed to have like a year's supply worth of food in their pantries in case of an epidemic or something like that, in case something like this happens. Makes me wonder how many more of them are loaded to the teeth, you know? I don't know what a Utah accent is, but stand back or I'll blast you out of your magic underwear, you know? (laughs) Uh, and I think, yeah, I think this real estate guy's, he might be a Mormon. Nothing against him, nice people. Just, that's it, They're they're really nice. They're really nice. Um, they go in and Dragon introduces them. There's Satan, Satan is there. There's a computer, it's like an iPad, hot glued to uh, like some balsa wood, and it has like a <laughs> it has like a seismograph on it, right? It's got like a needle bouncing up and down on the iPad, and they're like, this is Satan! Satan detects tremors in the ground! They have a command center with these giant TVs. It's really nice, I want one! like my dream hypercube studio, that would be like the green room to it. <laughs> Just all these giant televisions and microscopes and crap like that. So they're they're obviously investing money. There's security cameras looking everywhere. And uh, they start talking about things that they've seen and uh, guys on the team are like, I went to the hospital. I got sick and went to the hospital. I got too spooky, and one guy ends up going to the hospital because he has like a boil start on the back of his head, and uh, I don't know what they did. They 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 cut his scalp open or his scalp split. And when I first heard of that, I'm like, that that sounds like that sounds like it might be radiation poisoning. So it's just it's just it sounds like something that happens when you're exposed to that so they start talking about it and uh then there's like a dramatic reveal they bring out this big magnet and they're like look look at what this big magnet does to your phone you see that okay what that do- what happens to your phone with this big magnet happens all over the place And as they go around their batteries on their phones drop down there's, uh, it shows buttons getting pressed. But, I mean, they could show a video, you know. You could easily just play a full screen video on your phone and then get reactions to it and stuff like that. That'd be, that'd be super easy. To do. But they're claiming it's happening, that their batteries are going down. They go exploring and, uh, they go in a hole and a guy comes out and is like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And he go, this, this, it's the, it's the, the redneck scientist guy Jim Bob Jim Bob gets sick and, and they take him back and say, see what we tell you pretty spooky huh and he's like yeah that was that was pretty crazy so they go back out that night and they have uh, infrared cameras looking over the areas where they got spooked and they pick up all this the this uh, interference and it looks like there's a spotlight coming out of the mountain and like a like an aurora borealis and this glow and you can't see it with the naked eye, but uh, you can see it uh, on the screen, picking it up, which is interesting, because if you had an infrared light set up behind the mountain or something like that, the cameras should be able to see it. So unless they've got stuff positioned really well, and you know, this is dramatizations and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's hard for me to determine what's real and what can be fake I mean instantly when you meet fucking dragon you have you can see that this is going it opened there's like the first episode opens with like this season I'm like Christ they're gonna try and draw this out as long as possible and for the past couple of weeks they've gone around the ranch and the first guy that got the tumor on his head he ends up getting another one they end up taking them off to the hospital. And then they start uncovering holes. And they start getting blasted with radiation burns. And that's what's kind of crazy about it. They've got they've got rad meters on them. They've got their pit boys. They're decked out. They're taking all this safety gear with them. That they're not using. There's a guy comes up, you know, they're like. They've gone over the place with sound, penetrating radar, and it seems that there's something under the ground. They were really big to talk about that. It was big and football-shaped, but we'll see. We'll see. It's not out yet. We're we're teasing. At Skinwalker Ranch. A bunch of dudes out at Skinwalker Ranch. But a guy comes up, uh, uh, Jim Bob goes to open the hatch. And a guy comes up to him like, hey, I wouldn't do that. Oh, never mind. And he opens it. And he ends up, he's like, I don't feel so good. And then he ends up closing it. Then he goes to check his dose meter. And it's over 9,000. Like, damn, dude, you just got Hiroshima'd. And there's no, there's no ventilator mask. There's no safety glasses raw-dogging into this thing. A guy got a tumor watching a television in a field and he's gonna open a hatch at Spooky Ranch. And this is after they've shot rockets into the air. They've brought the cows in as biosensors. This is what you've been missing on Skinwalker Ranch. I'm catching you up. You don't need to see it. This is better, and they keep they keep going back to Robert Bigelow owned this place for twenty years, and then he sold it, and he didn't tell anybody anything. And I'm thinking to myself, well, hold on now, you're saying that this this guy himself, the owner. Not just purportedly, that he did. He brought people there to do research. And okay, so it's a private company, they do research, they get what they need out of it, and they and they sell it. But if if you did the slightest amount of research that a television show's gonna do, right? You would think that in the papers they would say, Hey, by the way, it's radioactive! You could die here. We found it on our export. What investigation were they running that they wouldn't detect radiation pouring out of the ground and not be like, you should be, it should be reported to the county or something, right? Like, where's the state of Utah going? You know what? I hear that there's people. And on the other side of this mountain that they're on, this ridge, it's not a mountain, it's a ridge, on the other side is a high school. And there's a village nearby. And there's there's a TV show. The guys from Ancient Aliens are out in the desert next to a school, flipping over rocks, and (laughs) leaking out into the area. They're doing it for fun. They bring a drone in, and it goes down. I can't get a... The guy ends up... I'm not going to fly my $30,000 drone. They really... They push it. That it's a $30,000 drone, which I guess you would mean... I guess it's got a good radio on it, and it's got a good battery on it. Good camera, at least. And uh, the drone wouldn't go up, and they have an area in the air over one of the cow fields that is... uh, creating interference uh, on their radios and other devices. And on one episode, they claim to have caught a UFO. There's footage of something that looks like something in the sky flying around. Which would be pretty cool for a TV show. That would be, that's any cameraman's dream. You're out there and you're recording, it doesn't matter what the hell it is. Martha Stewart is, you know, showing you how to scrape Fanny, you know, blondie brownie batter out of her butthole for the 900th time this season for the blog. And you look out the window and then you see the ghost of Michael Jackson raping Chuck E. Cheese. And you've got the camera. You got it. You got. You got it. it it's in focus. It's clear. It's nice. It's, it's. You got a good shot. The ghost of Michael Jackson raping Chuck E. Cheese. The smile on your face is not about what you're seeing. You're. It's a satisfactory moment for you. Don't think. Enjoy it. Enjoy knowing that you got the footage. And so you're a cameraman out here in Spooky Town and there's something flying around the sky. It's your job to get it. You know, you're expected to get it. So they've got they've got some interesting footage I have to say. The next episode comes on tomorrow night and I guess we're going to find out how many more people have tumors. But that's that's been my questions about it recently. Was uh, was with it if Bigelow Aerospace owned the ranch and they had found anything worth of interest? I imagine they would have found places that were possibly big time. Now, in the show, they haven't revealed what it is, but it is being postulated that it could be ionizing radiation. Ionizing radiation coming from the ground not coming from the ground but in the ground and possibly in the sky Cattle mutilations. Yeah, they even bring that up. They will (laughs) Surgical Surgical cattle mutilations down the spine too precise for an animal one thing they always go back to, the animal is drained of all of its blood. there's it a bulletproof wolf. So yeah, I'm 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 mildly captivated in Skinwalker Ranch. Because there is something genuinely weird about it. Even if none of the paranormal stuff is there, that there. that there is this place that, it does exist. It does exist. And unlike a place like a tourist trap, like the Mystery Vortex, or the Gravity Hole, or uh, Glory Vortex, like this is a place that they don't want you to come to. And I'm pretty sure they're clear with that when they film you, like make sure when you film the security guards that you show them with the big guns, and there's, you know, there's barbed wire, and there's cameras everywhere, and stuff like that, what I'd imagine is, uh, you know, that they, you would want to, you, you, you want to, it's a vanity plot? If you could prove that it was like toxic enough, could you like get the government to take it off your hands but have to return your investment or something on it? I don't, I don't know. Because if they could make a TV show about a real estate mobile flipping over a radioactive dump to build a smuckies on, uh, what was the, what is the science that we got out of it before it came a snuckies? And that was, if you open those doors, you'll get burned. And watch out for the bulletproof wolf. (laughs) These guys, they're the ones with all the money. Every time, every time you couldn't resist the urge to sneak into her bedroom, you got a budget suite. You put money in this man's pockets. You did this, America. I don't even I don't even know. Real second time for the show. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> resonate with the hatred stench of dried bodily fluids and greasy naturally occurring oils that leave sopping petals of milk on your pillow and mattress then you may be one of a small group of people living with a condition known as stink ass gas affects lives every day and without proper treatment can result in bleeding odors and musks trailing behind individuals living with
0: steak gas
1: finally there is a solution introducing triology soaps and over-the-counter remedy for steak gas by mixing triology soap with water and applying to the body, laboratory tests have shown that this can reduce the body's old tolerance for stank ass. Unlike other soaps, mass odors, Triology Soap's glycerin-based slack and use technology fights ass at its core. Triology Soaps has also been shown to be effective at fighting off other organisms living on the body. And when combined with everyday and washing, can be utilized to combat viruses like COVID-19, E. coli, and Batman fingers. Triology soap also makes for a good personal market And with the patented Dobbs Bar Hygiene Kit, you can
0: rest assured your extra time in the bathroom doesn't just leave you feeling relieved, but also great.
1: If you would like to learn more and try Triology Soaps, visit TriologySoaps.com. Today, the only soaps approved by the Church of the Sub-Genius and appreciated by Yetis and normals across the world. TriologySoaps.com.
0: Use coupon
1: code COVID19 for 19% off our soaps. Offer valid through 19 as what's place last time, we check out code. until May 31st, 2020. I you my are on far Stupid. Time for the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, there we go. Mm, time for the show the top of those uh, juicy Patreon sounds. I could get the, the cool medical music going. You like that medical royalty-free music that I didn't license? Uh, shout-outs to Dr. Cosmack, Dr. Trent, Reverend Codeine, Scalpod, Reverend Calfsoft, the Bossy Extra Nord, Caller 23, Hazel the Windmills, YB Davis, Martha Arthur, Reverend Richard Negative, Agent Lloyd Dead, Reverend 80, Reverend Greenmore, Reverend Jitney for Curve, Vanessa Drew 007. Thank you for your Patreon and PayPal supports. We really appreciate it In this time of need Yeah Keep sending your money Patreon.com slash Uh, see, uh You guys got, got that Listen to FreethinkRadio.com There's other shows Wednesday night, there's a show Thursday night, there's a show Friday night, there's a show Saturday night, there's a show I was doing a show on Saturday night They were like, hey, there's a show coming I'm like, I didn't know They're like, there's a show on Saturday night And I'm like, okay you show on Sunday night, so, there's nothing on Tuesday night. Why don't you do something about that, huh? I don't want to. I gotta do all this time for the show. Time for the show, written by Dr. Fox. Time for the show, hosted by Dr. Fox. Time for the show, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, executive produced, Dr. Fox. Time for the show, edited, Dr. Fox. Time for the show, social media. Team, Dr. Fox. Time for the show. Webmaster, Dr. Fox. Hypercube Go Domain Webmaster, Dr. Fox. What's good with this Hypercube? Huh? What's so good about it? I don't know. It works for me. It's pretty nice. Everybody keeps coming to me. What do you think I should do, Dr. Fox? Stop right there. I'll tell you what you can you can stop doing right there, right there. Capitalize on don't think. On the pathway of meditation, there are stickers along the way, and you know, uh, it's nice to know that when you uh, when you when you try really hard to don't think, you have to deprogram yourself. You have to realize that you've been taught to think. You, you're not supposed to do that. Don't do that. Don't. you're thinking you're doing what they want you to do and that is to suppress your own in uh, inert passive abilities we're going like 4e with it right is that fair 4e for a passive ability I don't know I push that button to make myself feel better the hell was I even talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, stop thinking. Uh, it's not good. Doesn't do you any good. Stop. Do that. Don't think hypercube go.com. Go to the Zazzle store. What's floating around? I'm in the sub ether hypercom network dangling my hooks. Who's out there? Somebody?
0: I like what you got. No, no, good no. job. No,
1: no. Should we do the button test? Oh yeah, who's there? Okay. Oh, okay. I think this one does the... Uh, that brings you back in. It's theming! Do you get it? How about Dr. Cosmac? You there, Dr. Cosmak? He probably went to bed with the Bed 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 song played. I've been playing that song a lot. It makes me sleepy. Sleepy Peas. But yeah, no, I was riding out that first half of the show. But but yeah, that was notes from last week. Skin flute ranch. (laughs) What's that on the floor? Just a little skin flute ranch. (laughs)
0: That's
1: gross. Brandon Fugle. Oh my god, his name was Brandon. The man who owns Skin Flute Ranch is named Brandon. Brandon Fugle. You think that was what got him in the real estate business? Because he could rhyme it with frugal? Be frugal with Fugle. Fugle. Every Every year in elementary school, the teacher going through the names get them wrong get all the kids last name wrong on the first day
0: you know doctor fox that's so silly it must be true
1: that, that teachers that teachers are designed to, teachers are designed to fail that's pretty much it oh you not know, you tell you you go through the, you go through the roll book you go through the call book the roll call through the class you the teacher and you see, and you see, like, it's, yeah, it's Brandon, Fug Ugly. Brandon Fug Ugly, is that you? Say Wait, who? his name
0: is Fug Ugly.
1: It is what? Well, it's if he if he doesn't correct you, then yes, his name is Fug Ugly for the rest of the year. Really. Uh, oh heard you could call my kid Fug Ugly I'm like I called him that from day one. Never I was going through the roll call I said Brandon Fug Ugly. It doesn't say his, that. Well,
0: Spe- what's his real name though?
1: Brandon Fug Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna ask me, <laughs> it's Brandon Fug Ugly. Spelled F-U-G-A-L. That's why I was thinking like frugal with Fugal Fugle. Brand Fugle. Fug- Brandon Fugal. That sounds yeah, like yeah. He it.
0: learned. He was in his high school band. He learned to play the Fugal horn.
1: <laughs> he could take karate. And they did that movie with him, Punk Fugle. <laughs> and then he gets into real estate. Can you believe it? No, I did, and I can't even remember where this guy made his money. Just, even, it wasn't even wasn't even worth looking up. But yeah, the guy shooting rockets into space. Where are we on the marshmallow technology, Dr. Cosmac? How how big of a marshmallow can we get into space? Can we get a Humvee-sized marshmallow into space?
0: Does that seem reasonable? Uh, a Humvee-sized? Yeah, I think I think we probably could. We we put you know, vehicle-sized things into space that are made of metal. So, you know, I, I think marshmallow.
1: This would be a about the same density. Thing. Well, yeah, but it would start out that way. We'd send it off Humvee-sized. Hummer, can we just call it a Hummer?
0: Well, you know, it would be a lot more efficient if we could just stuff a lot of those, uh, those marshmallow bits in there, and take all the water out.
1: Well, if we send up a marshmallow the size of a Hummer, when it gets up into space and the space sucks the Hummer, the marshmallow will get bigger, and then we'll have an even bigger marshmallow, and then we'll bring marshmallow it. Hummer. Then we Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is this some sort of? Is it a man? some sort of some insane marketing <laughs> scheme dreamed up by GM's marketing department?
1: It's the Michelin Man. The Michelin Man. Yeah, Is it's the... like it's
0: like they put a giant marshmallow Hummer into orbit. So that every night everyone has to see this thing floating across the Aren't sky. are you ready
1: for that? Aren't you ready for Burger King? I'm game so to put ready. A fucking Whopper in the sky. Every night you're going to look up and you're going to be like, and that, covering the Big Dipper, is the Whopper constellation.
0: Chairface Chippendale, eat your heart out.
1: At least Chairface Chippendale was trying to prove a point. You know
0: what <laughs> point was
1: that? that he was the fucking bomb.
0: <laughs> sure. He was well, cool. I mean that's advertising, and right?
1: It's good. It's yeah, yeah, carve your name on the moon. I haven't seen <laughs> Ha ah. I haven't seen a better super villain plot than that. Period. Show
0: me It's uh it's pretty great as as megalomaniacal Villain plans like go because it really doesn't benefit it, him at all. It's, like, it's of no benefit to Chairface. It's just is to satisfy his own ego.
1: Which is all the benefit to Chairface.
0: Right, exactly. It speaks volumes about his character.
1: Well, you'd be a stand up guy too if people have been trying to sit on you your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, pick up your copy of the tick from New England Comics. That's NEC. Via tick comic.
0: I thought that was, thought that was Nippon Electric Company.
1: Yeah. Didn't they make
0: were, like monitors and shit like that?
1: I'll tell you my favorite NEC product that I have been trying to find for years. It was at. Uh, it was over at my friend's house and he had a. He had the board game that had you rolled the marbles down. Like it was like a plastic molded board game and you'd roll the marbles Monopoly, yeah, right. Like that.
0: With the marbles. So
1: that kid, remember? Well he had a computer and he had an NEC computer. What does the C stand for? An NEC again? Capacitance? Yeah, so No, yeah. it
0: stands for it stands for Nippon Electric Company. It used to, it was just like Japan Electric Company. Nippon Electric Company.
1: Oh oh I thought you were saying Nipple nipple electric. Company. No, not
0: the nipple. No, that's a different company. They make uh, they make toys for adults.
1: And the adults at heart. <laughs> yep. That's gross.
0: Especially the Japanese. I don't want to know what you mean by that.
1: There was a program on the computer uh, that, I, that came with like, an NEC package. And I think we ended up... I think I had it on my computer at home for a little while. But it, it it did require a CD to run. Maybe at least to install it. I'm not sure. But I think to run it. And it was, it was an interactive wizard. It was a computer wizard. And he would teach you how to use the computer. But it was...
0: Did he have a pointy hat with stars on it?
1: Yes. But he was... He okay, was, well that's
0: how you know he, it's a it's a genuine wizard. He was and a not just some wizard. cheap imitation.
1: And he was a he was a motion he was a motion video wizard. And it wasn't CGI, it was a guy. It was a chroma key guy. And his name was Merlin and he had he had he, he was in character. I Merlin, I live inside your computer. Oh, I
0: love those I love those old. I love when uh, that little that little like Ten-year period when, like, or even like five-year period, really, when C, CD-ROM suddenly, all these makers of computer software realized they could stuff loads of really terrible video well, onto it, onto a CD and make an interactive thing with. It. Well,
1: it does actually in yeah, the just resolution thinking. that it's in, because at at let's say you're at like 1024, 768. We're I'm talking like a big screen. No,
0: they were nowhere near that. So if you at were, that time, it was like 320 by 240 video on a computer was considered high res. Well,
1: yeah, exactly. For full, but, full mode, but that so at a full screen, at a full screen desktop, that video at 160, 320, he's a yeah. little guy on your taskbar, and so you it doesn't You don't really mind that's a little video.
0: Any, any. Oh, so he's kind of like a kind of like a Clippy. Kind of, of character, like, a movie like he would. Character,
1: and he he, you can summon him, and he opens like a green screen door, and walk, so he walks out of your wallpaper. And he's like, "What are you doing? What do you want?" And you can bother him, and then you ask him. You you don't. I don't know. There, I don't. I doubt there is any like speech input or anything.
0: Well, you can bother him, but you really shouldn't. You shouldn't bother nice. Merlin.
1: You shouldn't bother the wizard. But he would he would give you these interactive. Well, it's it's just video. bad manners
0: for one thing, and for another thing, it's just generally bad advice to to bother a wizard because he'll probably wreak a deadly magical vengeance on you. That's
1: where lawn gnomes came from, you know. One time, turn you like, into a frog or something. A bunch of a bunch of uh, gay frog. They were circus midgets. I know that's not the polite term now, but I'm just using the historical pseudonym for them. the The circus midgets. Uh, they pissed off a wizard, and that is where Lawn gnomes came from. Huh. Yeah. Every time you see a Lawn Gnome, that is a cursed circus midget.
0: Yeah, Dr. Fox, it's interesting you mentioned that. Have you ever, you ever play any of those old uh, full motion video games? They are kind of sort of like interactive movies that were popular at that time. In the early 1990s.
1: I uh, I was familiar Mid-90s. with some of them. I, I knew that there were... Uh, I, I knew that there were things like that that were available. Most of the stuff that I had it was, you know, it was like the graphical adventures and stuff like that. And with... Uh, sorry, I was turning up my volume.
0: Well, I was just thinking to myself earlier that, uh, I you know, the, some- X, the X-Files, you know, the X-Files, the TV show, TV's The X-Files... That show had a computer game tie-in, I think, before they made a movie out of it. They made an interactive, full-motion video game.
1: And it would have to be a lot longer, or at least play a lot longer than a half-hour show, which, I imagine. Which tec- yeah. Yeah.
0: which, yeah, technically con- contained appearances from Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny, technically, for a few minutes.
1: Well, what is... Uh
0: what do you mean? But mostly you were just some random FBI guy. It was kind of crappy.
1: Well, yeah, so but it's like a game. Yeah, you wouldn't they they would show but did they show original did they record original content? Oh yeah, it? it was
0: it was shot to the to the production quality of like a bad X-Files episode. It just didn't have any like I don't know. It was all right. But it was that- shot in Vancouver like the rest of the X-Files.
1: Damn. Damn NUX, sneaking in, taking our, taking our actors and money. Actors and money. X-Files. I never watched a lot of it.
0: But yeah, it just occurred to me that that's a very 90s thing, that the the game for that preceded the, uh, yeah, the feature. Yeah,
1: I had a, the, the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, which featured some full motion video segments. As can, opposed to
0: the apocryphal adventures of Johnny Quest, right? Yes. The ones that are only hearsay can't be <laughs> can't be independently verified. They call
1: those Johnny Quest legends. Right. Man, I imagine Johnny Quest is going to get a movie. Did you, uh, I, 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 did you hear my Scooby-Doo movie review? <laughs> they. Uh.
0: uh yeah. But every, I was also I also wanted to hear more about your uh your experience watching the Sonic the Hedgehog movie which you recently reviewed.
1: Yes. Yes. And now that I've seen this I still the haven't dude, seen it. I'm
0: really uh, I'm really pretty pretty excited.
1: You need to you need to strap in, you know. <laughs> strap in and hold on. Got to got to go fast. Here's the thing. I watched a Warner Brothers movie today on Scooby-Doo and Hanna-Barbera properties. They're doing they're doing the Marvel thing, and they're they're getting a bunch of characters in because in the Scooby-Doo movie there was fucking like Dick Dastardly and Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt.
0: Yeah, and, I saw the trailer for that Scooby-Doo thing. I was I was kind of Sonic kind of weird. Well, no, it was just kind of weird to hear. Not shaggy.
1: It was all, yeah. It was, uh, that was some stuff that was going around on voice actor circles. Like the only original cast member, Frank Welker. They're all fucking dead. No, the, uh, uh, the woman that's done Daphne for 20 years. The last 20 years, she didn't do this. She didn't do Daphne. And, uh, it's pretty, I think it's been the same Velma for about the same amount of time. And, uh, it was a, a, that they they did a total reboot and the voice it, it was weird, it was weird, and it's going into what I talked about last week on Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's go back to this important conversation that we had. It wasn't actually it wasn't a conversation; it was a monologue. Um, studios are starting to figure out. How this works, and they—gee,
0: uh, only took them a hundred years. It
1: only took them a hundred years, and of course, they're, they're catching up with the times, but they're still like ten years behind, right? We, what we were expecting ten years ago, they're only now starting to pick up on. Uh, so it's it's another one of these multi-universe, dimensional cascade movies with crossovers and stuff.
0: But this is all- always- Well, I mean, we already knew that all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons take place in the same universe, right, Dr. Fox? I mean, there was already the, uh, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, right? So if there's that, then why not, you know, Yogi Bear meets whoever, you know?
1: Well, there was, there was like Yogi's art. There's the one where Yogi rescued the Spruce Goose.
0: Just- oh yeah, where he met Howard Hughes
1: and and uh they both put tissue boxes in their picnic baskets.
0: Yeah. It was a very touching moment that.
1: But yeah, they had like references to like squidly diddly and stuff like that. So there's like a, there is a Hanna-Barbera universe.
0: And they're going the, to I'm I'm telling you they're going to make it so that all the Hanna-Barbera like I think this is already the case though that all the Hanna-Barbera Shows which were seemingly not related, maybe, are actually take place in the same universe. Well, it because I mean we already knew it about the Jetsons and the Flintstones.
1: Well, Dexter of Dexter's Laboratory, you know, is
0: that a Hanna Barbera cartoon?
1: Yes, and it had references to I didn't other know Hanna that. Barbera. It was one of the last Hanna Barbera cartoons: Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, Dexter's Laboratory. I believe are those are all Hanna Barbera cartoons, um, produced for Cartoon Network.
0: Cow and Chicken was kind of—I uh, don't know—kind of reminded me of another famous cartoon that had a very similar style. Yeah, but uh, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna accuse anything of uh, plagiarism.
1: Well, it was uh, that. <laughs> You know one guy does the voice of cow, chicken, and the red guy?
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's
1: all one guy. That's all Charlie Adler, the guy that did Buster Bunny. He did Buster Bunny. But Billy oh, West, yes. Billy West, who did Ren, uh, he did Stimpy.
0: And then he did he Ren. He did Stimpy, and then later he did Ren and, and Stimpy.
1: Stimpy. Yes. And he did Doug Funny. Doug Yancey Funny. Open, closed parentheses and uh, Roger Klotz and uh, and Buster Bunny and
0: I thought you said Buster Bunny was another guy
1: no, uh, that was uh, uh, that. no that's Charlie Adler
0: Charlie Adler yeah so he's
1: cow chicken the red guy Buster Bunny Billy West is Stimpy Wren and Stimpy and uh Doug Funny and Billy West wasn't Roger on Tiny Toon Adventures,
0: was he? I I don't know. I don't know. think he was. I don't
1: know. But then Billy West would be Bugs Bunny in Space Jam. Really? Yes.
0: Oh god.
1: So yeah, there's that. Everyone else is Tom Kenny and Phil Lamar. Those two. And I'm pretty sure one of them isn't even really black. <laughs> I, think I think he's a guy in blackface.
0: Phil Lamar has, that does the best uh, Orson Welles voice.
1: Phil Lamar does the best Asian samurai voice that I know.
0: Or am I thinking of a different Hector? I can't remember any of these Fucking which, names. Which one? It's okay. The guy who does the good Orson Wells voice. What's his name? Oh man. He has a name with like la something in it.
1: Lazardo. Lazardo. Oh, Lazardo. <gasps> Lazardo. Lazardo. Yeah. Too many cartoons. You haven't been watching cartoons, though. You've been watching, uh... uh,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a public service announcement showing you what happens to your brain when you watch way too many fucking cartoons.
1: Lizardo! Lizardo! (laughs) Lizardo!
0: I hate the Lizardos. Uh, you've been watching... Don't let your children watch cartoons.
1: Japanese videos featuring octopuses.
0: Oh, yeah, we've been watching a show called, uh... Kure Kure Takora which is like a an octopus and it's it's all guys in rubber suits doing weird pantomimes with a and it, it's supposed it seems like it should be a children's show but there's a remarkably high level of violence um pretty much every episode I, somebody either violence. whips out a samurai sword or a baseball bat or a machine gun it's
1: terrifying
0: uh, people get mown down, chopped to bits it's really terrifying, but pretty fun too, Yeah, we've been watching that on the Slack tube,
1: Saturday mornings on the Slack tube, every morning and every evening is Saturday morning on Slack tube you hear what I'm saying?
0: Yes, you too can rot your brain.
1: Go select two.
0: It's easy. You just go. It's a there. video entertainment miracle.
1: Who knew? Who knew? I didn't know. How could I have known? I am but a man. A man <laughs> dipped in butter. Oh yeah, like uh, new segment. Uh, what's the new segment button? Pick a number one through nine.
0: Uh, what happened like to What Pe- you got? Good what happened job. To Peas?
1: Peas didn't Where's show Peas? up. Pease didn't. peace didn't want to show.
0: Pease. Man, I hope I hope he's okay, man.
1: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> he's
0: going through some heavy stuff. Is he? That's what I heard. I'll let him talk about it next time.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, I heard peas wasn't doing so well. He did send me a text earlier. Actually, he didn't send me a text. I sent him a text and he responded.
0: He got that. them mushy peas going on.
1: Them yeah, mushy peas. Them mushy peas. Oh, please, please tell me. What kind of food are we going to eat in the future, Dr. Cosmack? My list here says... Bugs slash insects, soy, uh huh, synth meat, uh, pills, algae, uh, and each other.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of fond of pills. That's got a sort of an Abbott and Costello flavor to it. Is it a, you a, a know, pill, a, you know, either the fu- the futuristic. Space food pills, where you you just eat a tiny little pill, and somehow that has all the caloric needs and and uh, minerals and vitamins and all, all the calories you need for a whole day of strenuous space-related activities.
1: Oh no, they would they would you'd have to you'd have to chalk it up to like they'd only last you eight hours, you know.
0: Right, you but then through, still, it's can, like it's like instead survive. of eating a whole plate of food, instead of eating like a like a like a whole plate of food, or it's like you eat this tiny pill, and it's like you just ate a loaf of bread. You could survive you know?
1: 24 hours on it. You could, but you won't stay full. You'll stay full for about six to eight hours. Then you need like a second pill. You need a bump. That's <laughs> that's how they do it. You take that's a-
0: like the uh, that's like the futuristic healing machines and uh, the, the what is it called the sleepatrons and Chrono Trigger. Where you get in there and it it, it heals all your HP and MP, He's good but at you're his... still hungry. It's
1: like candy machines at the <laughs> drugstore. People are just turning the cranks. So you get a handful of fucking pills. It's,
0: <laughs> it's food, but it doesn't satisfy. It never satisfies. You put it in It just one... sort of holds you. It just holds you together.
1: One euro coin gets you, and a clunk gets you, a big black and white grainy footage of a hand receiving a fistful of pills. And uh, and of course you down them all at once, and that will keep you that will keep you full for eight hours. A fistful. I was of also pills. in
0: uh, what was it like? Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Didn't the Martians have food pills?
1: Yes, they had amazing technology that they didn't want to share with us. They had the ability to replicate food in pill form, but. They they didn't. Have they
0: couldn't to... figure out Santa Claus on their they, own. They, they needed couldn't... that. They needed to steal that from the stupid Earthmen.
1: Those damn Martians. I think they're space commies. Santa Claus is kind of a commie, though. You know, he kind of he kind of is. You know, about this equal distribution of wealth idea and stuff like. Where's Red? Mm. Where's Red? Has a beard. Carries a sack. He does
0: look. He does look kind of like Karl Marx.
1: Most communists I've met have a have a sack on their backs. Sometimes it's like a JanSport. Sometimes it's like a nut sack. But they usually <laughs> do. They usually have a sack right there on their
0: neck. A vestigial nut sack growing out of there.
1: No, no. It would be somebody else's that is being Some, oh, someone else's nut. Someone sack. else's nut snack there.
0: Because, they've taken as a trophy. <laughs>
1: No, that that, that other around. person, that that other person is actually still there. That other person is on—he's on a razor scooter with a ladder on it.
0: I mean, I heard a, it, I heard a guy's taking ears and stuff, but man, nut sacks—that's pretty dark.
1: A Necklace out of him.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm warrior. I'm not gonna—is it racist to make clicking sounds?
0: Uh, to somebody, probably.
1: Okay, I won't do it then.
0: It's Racist to crabs.
1: I wasn't doing. I wasn't doing like a a, a forgotten African dialect. I was actually speaking crab.
0: Yeah, they communicate by clacking their their, uh, their you know their claws together.
1: There's the sand bubbler crab. He has a he has a little uh, pouch of water in a little membrane and he he sifts through the sand he he slobbers all over the sand and then he drops the ball of wet crab slobber sand back on the beach that is how the sand bubbler do Uh, should I just do animal documentaries I'll go down. I'll get me a get me an encyclopedia. What's the best encyclopedia? Well, you can see that
0: Harrison Ford movie, right? Where he where he where where he's like a he's like a friend with a dog.
1: Doctor, Doctor Han Solo. Doctor
0: Sleep. I think it's called Doctor Sleep.
1: He can talk to the dogs.
0: Uh, yeah. Doctor Sleep, little. But no, it's like he goes out into the into the woods with this dog. I don't know. The trailer was pretty vague. But yeah, it's it's Harris, old man Harrison Ford with the dog. Harrison that's one. That's Ford the next one you dog. should review. I think that's an important.
1: You know, and that sounds. One. I like that. I like that. You know, Clint Eastwood did the movie with the car, and Harrison Ford's gonna do the movie with the dog. I like that. I like that.
0: Well, it shows that he's still got chops.
1: He never wanted to. If you chops. can,
0: if you can act, act opposite a dog, it, you know, then that then you've made it as an actor, right? Isn't that how that works? If your if you're if you're co if your co star is an animal,
1: like that bear that, and you're like 80 years old, this CGI bear that co starred with Hot Leo in that movie was it the uh, the cgi bear
0: i i don't remember that
1: it was a buddy flick <laughs> what was that movie called Leo, leonardo dicaprio is in the woods and oh um the revenant
0: i i guess i don't know what that i didn't see was, it
1: but there's a bear there's a scene with uh, a scene with a bear,
0: yeah, but he's not friends with that bear. I, <laughs> at least I don't think so.
1: I don't know, they... No, and in this, in this
0: this isn't about the dog like m- savagely mauling Harrison Ford. In this movie, I think Harrison Ford is friends with the dog, and they like they're it's like a buddy picture.
1: It's like Homeward Bound.
0: Yeah, it's like Homeward Bound, except instead of. It, Just being about three. a bunch of dogs, it has a War. dog and Harrison Ford.
1: You, which one of them do you think is going to get the porcupine quill stuck in their in their face?
0: <laughs> oh, the comedy!
1: This summer, here comes Harrison Ford like you've never seen him before. Cut to no, it's shot.
0: Called, it's called Call of the Wild, but is it based on the book? Call of the Wild that, like, everybody had oh, to read the in high idea, school or whatever? Oh, is
1: that Jack London's The Call of the Wild? I don't know.
0: It's not called Jack London's The Call of the Wild, which is, like, how they would name it nowadays, right? Yes. They always have to put, like, the, the name of, like, like, that recent movie based on an H.P. Lovecraft thing, where it was, like, H.P. Lovecraft's Color Out of Space.
1: Yeah, here's a movie...
0: They couldn't just call it The Color Out of Space. They yeah, had to give it a... We have goofy to, title because it wasn't a, it wasn't a direct adaptation. So, they so had we to. keep
1: calling stuff Lovecraftian because when you get back to it, you know the guy had an appreciation for like the the, the, the spoopy stuff, which you can kind of get, but he was also kind of like a kind of like a racist dick. <laughs> <laughs> he was also just, yeah, he kind of was he kind of was a racist dick, and you can read that in some of his stories, or you could just read like his writings or what people said about it
0: but, like, but they like, they corrected that in this in this particular movie I was talking about because the black guy is the one guy who actually survives the entire picture oh um, he doesn't
1: get killed first no
0: he's not the guy who gets killed first he's the guy who lives through the, the whole thing
1: how progressive
0: yeah it's very uh' Very much. Uh,
1: I'm sure it's because he's. Well, it had to
0: do it. Otherwise, otherwise, people would say, "Yeah, but Lovecraft was a racist." Well, right, because he's it's like, "Yeah, but no, nah, we had a black guy and he survived the whole movie."
1: So, so it's not Lovecraftian then.
0: Well, no, it is. It's it's a pretty good movie. No, it's not I because it
1: it doesn't it doesn't actually like denigrate any anybody based on their race or their heritage.
0: Well, humans.
1: Yeah, it's on a, it's on a, yeah, human race. It's okay to be racist if you're talking about everybody. <laughs> but yeah, shit, yeah. I mean, if uh, it's Lovecraftian, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. What is it? It's spooky. Just call it spooky. It's spooky. What's Lovecraftian? It's spooky shit. It's like creepy, spooky shit. Okay. Is it Cthulhu? No. Then it's yeah. Then it's not. It's not Lovecraftian. Is it Cthulhu? Yes. Then it's Lovecraftian. Is it not Cthulhu? Well, no, no. It's Cthulhu not every inspired. No. Then it's not Lovecraftian.
0: Not every this this story didn't have any Cthulhu it's, in it at all. It's
1: supernatural it have, supernatural, supernatural horror or suspense.
0: Although they did have to throw the Necronomicon in. There. They always got to throw the Necronomicon into a Lovecraft movie.
1: Rasputin's you you dick have is it. in a jar. Rasputin's dismembered dick is in a jar on Roman Polanski's boat, sitting underneath the real Mona Lisa.
0: Yeah, he, un, he uncorks the jar and just sniffs it, and that—that's like a an aphrodisiac or a an impotence cure, right? Just gets the vapors off it it's
1: said to, It's said to bring great vitality
0: Hucking, h- Huffing that Rasputin dick
1: It's a big jar too
0: It's a big dick You
1: can google that kids I shouldn't say kids
0: Yeah kids should not be looking at pictures Of Rasputin's dick kids Dr. Shouldn't, Fox no,
1: no It's just it's every, I love everybody You're all my kids you're my babies You know. It's like hey guys Hey guys did you know <laughs> I can't say oh man
0: I can't say that on the radio can't say
1: that on the radio Don't want to say that on the radio That makes me um, Go ahead and start pulling up the apology songs We're getting to uh, the end of the segment Um, Bugs What's your favorite bugs to eat?
0: Uh, None of the above
1: None? What about insects?
0: Nah. Do you
1: know the difference between an insect and a true bug?
0: Uh, I know there is one, but I really don't care.
1: Oh man. I can't remember.
0: I know the difference. I know like a spider is not an insect. I'm I'm smart enough to know that, but I really am not.
1: Spiders are not insects?
0: Bugs are like a certain type of insect where they're like, like beetles and things are bugs, right? I don't know.
1: Are arachnids not insects?
0: No, they're arachnids. They're a different order. They have uh, eight legs and not six.
1: Well, bugs have six.
0: Right. So, we're saying spiders aren't bugs.
1: Bugs have six legs. That is one thing that I've been able to carry with me throughout, throughout my life's journey. That I can tell you Congratulations uh, Fourth grade science class Bugs have six legs True bugs have six legs That's all I can tell you That's uh, all the effort of private schooling All the effort of uh, public schooling Private tutors uh, uh, SAT prep uh, uh, Dropout prevention Bugs have six legs, right? Now I'm going to put that on there. I don't know if I'm right or not. So I'm not... Just, just try happy. to work it
0: into your resume. Think of you know? Bugs
1: have six legs.
0: You know, just drop a hint that you're you're well-educated.
1: Hold on. Now, Scoutbot says insects have six Job legs. Interviews. That's not true. Inse- yeah, it is. Insects have more than six legs.
0: No, that's spiders, Dr. Fox.
1: Okay, well, what about a millipede?
0: Well, that's a, that's another thing. That's a, that's a different thing from bugs and spiders. I don't know what it's called, an but it's a different thing. An
1: arthropoda.
0: It's a yeah. It's a it's whatever a millipede is.
1: But one has one has a hundred legs, and one has a million. It has a million. Oh well, yeah. And two million knees. How many knees does a millipede have, Dr. Cosmack
0: uh well, it <laughs> depends what you mean by a knee.
1: where the leg would bend <laughs> a spot where a leg would bend. Do, do millipedes have legs that bend? And so
0: I, just, I have no idea. Do, I really don't know.
1: Do millipedes have knees?
0: Why don't why don't you go look it up at your local public library?
1: <laughs> they won't let me in because I, I stole all the computer, the balls from the computer mice. So, with that, let's go ahead and get this thing going. I'm sorry I stole all the balls from the computer mice. I'm sorry about Resputin's dick. Uh, I'm sorry I lost Is It a Band tonight? I did, I did not expect that. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry about so sorry not eating my pills, we're gonna we're all going to eat our pills together, pill friends. I'm sorry that I don't own Swampland that I can sell tickets to so people can come see my Swamp Gas. If you would like to see my Swamp Gas, come to PO Box 4304, Winter Park, Florida, 4304.
0: Wait. Send all of your stupid crap to 6428 Dobie Peak Drive, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89108.
1: 89108.
0: That, that eight. address again, 6428 Dobie Peak Drive, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89108. Send stuff. Anything, really. Whatever.
1: Yeah, just send stuff there. So
0: sorry. Put a stamp on a shoe.
1: Put a stamp on a coconut. You can mail a coconut.
0: You can mail a coconut to 6428 Adobe Peak Drive, Las Vegas, Nevada. I think
1: you can mail a potato. Let me see. Mail a potato I'm, I'm to sure 6428 Adobe Peak Drive. I'm sorry about the potatoes. It makes spuds. Spuds. It's spuds for rugs. And that's short for Rugrats. He'll find nice, handsome Rugrats in a Spud. I'm sorry about that.
0: I'm sorry we didn't... Sp- oh!
1: I'm sorry we didn't spin the wheel.
0: Oh, he'll appreciate those potatoes.
1: We didn't spin the wheel. What wheel? There's a wheel. I have a wheel.
0: Well, where there's a wheel, there's a way, Dr. Hold Fox. On, what I will, wheel are you talking about? I will about?
1: show you the wheel, and anybody else that wants to see the wheel... You come over to the the Hypercube Discord and, and jump in the time for the showroom. And let me, hold on, yo, let me pull up the wheel. I totally forgot about this thing. I was getting ready to implement it in a future show and I remember I was, I was complaining about it. But while you're here, you might as well, you might as well spin the wheel.
0: But what does it do?
1: The wheel is an interactive media video content delivery mainframe that utilizes vectorscopic results based on variable input. And to represent that, there's a wheel that spins. And on the wheel, uh, there are uh, there are prizes. There are prizes on the wheel. Who would have thought? There's even a, there's even a wheel theme song. Let go me just yeah you know, get that get that wheel music playing. Yeah, there we go. I don't know if you can see it, but there's the wheel. And we might as well go ahead and we should. Nope, can't see anything. Let's see here. All right, pause that. yeah, just like that spins the wheel. We're live. Okay, confirm and go live. Just watch my CPU crank the fuck down after this. Okay. So yeah, there's a wheel. It's got the little. It's, it's the wheel of peas. Everybody, congratulations. You've uh, <laughs> you've made it. We we've, we've done it. Everyone. Can you see the? Wh- Doctor Cosmic, can you see the wheel
0: of peas? No, I can't. I just said I can't see anything.
1: Okay. So uh, it's uh, it should be uh, it should be in the, the Discord. I'm I'm it, you'll have to go back over to like the chat. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm attempting to to try and live stream it. But there's a wheel. I can see it. It's thrilling to me.
0: Okay. Well, I'm I'm very happy for you, doctor. There's stuff on it,
1: but I wish uh, I wish I could uh, you could see you can see me on my my video webcam, right? Yes. All right. Well, I should have a, a separate video stream going that uh, that has the it has the wheel. I can see it. It's there in the chat. I can see it. Um. It's a wheel. It's got Pease's face on it. It's got his head. You got Pease's dancing severed head on the wheel, and
0: on the sounds wheel, awful.
1: On the wheel, there are prizes. So, okay, I'll tell you what. I will. uh... This is probably why we didn't do the wheel. This is why we didn't do it because it's not. We're not Still ready. Still need
0: some uh, some technical. Some technical it's working for me.
1: Working great for me. I can see the wheel, and there are prizes on it, and I think. I think part of it. Is, so it's at least all right. If you go to the live stream, it should be on the live stream. Time for the show to It's a very
0: fine wheel indeed, but it, it could attain closer to perfection.
1: Okay, so and now we can spin the wheel. And Dr. Kosmac, I'm I'm going to press one to spin the wheel.
0: I don't have my touch tone dialer handy. I I left it in my Let's other pants.
1: The, there it goes. I can hear it clicking. The wheel is. Spinning, the wheel is spinning. It's still spinning. It's still going. Jesus severed head is still going. Get that fucking music started. Yeah, do it again. Yeah, the wheel slow. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. I wonder what's gonna happen. And ta-da! You want to. Sticker pack, Doctor Cosmack, Look at that. Oh boy! It's that easy because I played. But I, you have to press one to accept your sticker pack. So just go ahead and press one.
0: I, I like. I said, Doctor Fox, I don't have my pocket tone die. I left it in my oh, other. It, it timed out. I ended case. up spinning the wheel again. Oh, well, but you know, peas can go for around sticker route. pack. That's okay. I, I, I mean I'm sure it's, it's fun to watch. It's gone forever.
1: I can't redeem it. This, I gotta I gotta print a receipt. Just look at it go.
0: Bunch and of And you say peas head is P's mounted is on the severed wheel.
1: head is dancing. And, oh, unfortunately you won absolutely nothing. So not only did you lose your sticker pack by not receiving your sticker pack on this round, you won nothing, and I guess that's the best way to do that. So, so yeah, that's the wheel. It's,
0: beats, beats uh, uh, you know, it's, it's not. I'd like not to quite apologize, snapper, but it's. I, I'd,
1: I'd like to apologize for the wheel, but not this bitchin' wheel spinning song remix. The uh, Wheel
0: of Apologies.
1: Uh, well, thanks for swinging through, Dr. Cosmack. Uh, I'm going to wrap up Time for the Show, but I'll be chilling here. What's this going on? As for the rest of you, subscribe at timefortheshow.com. You've been listening to Time for the Show, a production of Hypercube. Go.com, uh, live on FreethinkRadio.com. Subscribe to Time for the Show at timefortheshow.com. You can listen to it on things. They're going to change. Bye. fucking penis music.